everybody, I'm Chad Eckert. That's Eric Martins. This is the Fantasy Golf Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Golf Pod and follow us each Tuesday night on iTunes or YouTube where you'll always find us cracking beers and clicking names. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Mmm. Got a little fun intro today. Ready? We saw the ghost of Brooks. We're in Memphis at the TPC Southwind. We used to see him win tournaments. We haven't seen him in a while. We've been standing around his tomb. There's a pretty little thing like Bryson or Rory or JT waiting for him. Maybe it's John Rahm. But they're waiting in Memphis to take his trophy. Are they going to take his trophy, Eric? <laughs> Probably. You're going to walk away with Brooks's trophy. Do we know who's going to win? We don't because we don't know anything. Is that fun <laughs> or dumb? Yeah. It was both. It was, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, we're in Memphis, Tennessee, the home of the blues. And actually, we had Joe Nicely on as a front nine guest of the Preferred Lines podcast. That's also available on iTunes and YouTube. Joe Nicely is a lead editor of the PGA Content Roto Baller. He's also a Tennessean. He says it's hotter than hell. It's also. How does hell in my garage? That's right, Eric. I'm in my garage and you're in your basement. We, we record there each week. We're not real people. We're not experts. We're hashtag not experts. We're here to remind you to have fun. So we do every Tuesday. You know what? Don't play DraftKings if you can't lose the money that you're playing. That's why I only play for 25 bucks because I can lose that. My wife doesn't question me. <laughs> my wife is questioning you. Then maybe you should Google 1-800-GAMBLER. Work on yourself. with that said we don't mind throwing some money into the fire each week yeah we we know it's just guessing but eric we want to make educated guesses don't we uh educated guesses thrown into the midst of a roulette wheel exactly and each week we evaluate the field the event the course the pricing the ownership and all of these things are important to trying to take down a gpp and win a hashtag mega profit and this week you have to consider things in a no cut 70 human dice event everyone knows you got to be different you got to be unique everyone knows how you know obvious ways to do that you click weirdly leave money off the table condense your player pools but Eric, how can you automatically just shoot yourself in the foot? Is there a way in a no-cut 70-person event that you can burn your money before the event has even started? What's a way to do that that we should avoid? Well, you're going to make a dupe lineup probably, and, and that's going to be because you've clicked massive chalk names. And so, you know, leaving especially in the 70-man field, man – uh, 500 bucks on the table. Is that what we need to get to? Or I don't know. I've been building lineups that I use everything and I think they look good and they're probably going to be duped and I'm going to be burning money into the uh, furnace. So yeah, uh, this is, this is a tough one though. We're going to have to hash things out here. Yeah. I mean, 
if you use the random names, you could make a unique lineup and spend it all. That's possible. You know, combining all of the ones that are contrarian together, that's probably a bad idea anyway. So maybe you should leave a little bit off the table. You could make a lineup that doesn't have one of those random 6K names no one's ever heard of. Don't do that. I know it's fun and enticing to go with a Euro name, pretend you know about them. It's the home of the blues. So you're going to go with jazz, jazz, one on 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 No, don't do that. <laughs> That's a way to shoot yourself in the foot. Pick good names. Just get a little contrarian with a couple of them. Don't eat all of the chalk. Shall we get to those names? Yeah. And I okay, like we the girls this week. So we'll oh, good. Okay. We like the names. Okay. We shall get to the names. That's what we do. We discuss each ownership projection of each price range. We uh, use our friends from Fanshare Sports and Fantasy National. Those two helpful websites provide that. And then I mix it together with my brain and I come up with an ownership projection each week. And it's crazy. This week, it's hard to do. I think Fanshare was even confused at its own algorithms because it took a while for them to spit out their first run. They're usually out earlier in the afternoon. They're out later today. So this is from this afternoon, late afternoon, early evening. We're now at 8.30 talking this. And then what you can do is you can look at DraftKings. If you're following along on YouTube, you will see me sharing my screen. Here we go, Eric, at the tippity Tip top, you have John Rahm, number one player of the world at $11,400. And then right there, there's two others at $11,000. You have Rory and Bryson. And then 10,000 range, got two guys, JT and Cantlay. Any interest from the Quagnus Chalk Donkey himself? Do you like the top price guy, John Rahm? Are you eating it? Well, I suspect he's probably going to be coming in less owned than a couple of those, uh, these other guys, right? Correct. Actually, I can tell you the ownership for John Rahm is about 14%. So it's right in the middle. That's what everybody is this week, Eric. Everybody's about 14% because no one can decide what, what people will be. The chalk in this range might be the chalk of the week. $10,700 Justin Thomas. He's almost 20%. I don't know. I've heard his name almost on every single thing I've listened to. Do you like Justin Thomas? You're normally the chalk donkey. Has that, had, did your mouse move towards JT this week? You know, it did a little bit. And I think the reason why is that he is, you know, in that middle tier pricing, you know, like people, Oh, I'm not going to, okay. Justin Thomas or John Rahm, people are going to look and see, I can save a few hundred bucks. So they go to Justin Thomas. That's what my like, you know, chalk brain goes to. So I feel it's, everybody's going to be thinking that. Here's the thing, though, is that, I mean, John Rahm, first off, I wanted to say is that, God damn, stroke scanned around the green when he won at Memorial, 6.3. That's a little scary. Is that repeatable? I think not. So I, have no idea. I like John Rahm as a uh, guy who's a killer and likes to win tournaments. But he's $11,400. Can you do that? No, I don't. Well, I mean, here, no, you can build. You can build with all these guys. You're going to be forced to, to grab things down at the bottom with all these guys. So there's legitimate reason for all these big names. But who's Don't the we want to just take everybody in the 8K range? That's what I'm doing. Pepper. 
that like you can't you don't want to go high you want to go middle you don't want to build uh stars and scrubs you want to build balanced builds for wgc's i thought I, I didn't I didn't I didn't know that that was actually the strategy but if, if you're 20 lineups here's what I do and you can disagree with me whether you like it or not I am going to take a couple of these guys but I will do 50% balance builds as okay, well. Okay so are you using Rory? Low owned Rory? No 50? not low owned actually he's going to be the second highest owned in the range the low owned name in the range is Bryson actually eleven thousand dollars dude bryson is coming in like what is he 15 percent is what i have on average but that's me with 20 the other websites have about 14 or a dozen so i mean they're going like he's gonna be low owned by a lot bryson dechambeau eleven thousand dollars don't you think you should click that well it makes sense that he's low owned because he sucks at this course he uh had his one year or no i guess the other years, maybe I don't know. Well, uh, at, at South at Southwind, he's bad. He's been bad at Southwind, and that's 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 been you know, cares. The, well, who care? Well, people care, and that's why they care. He's sixty nine. Oh, that's why he's low owned. Well, who cares? Let's click him. And then Cantlay too. Your guy likes Cantlay. He's kind of low owned, but I'm like, I kind of feel like I need a JT and a Cantlay next week. Maybe even a Rom next week on Poa. Do you think that the winning GPP lineup will have one of these players? No, I honestly don't. Don't you don't need them? So these guys are going to be like what? Because because you're paying up here in the 10K range. One of them needs to be if you because you I, I think you can only take one of them. Two is hard. I I, I did mess around some lines that had two, but they're going to have to be like. The cream rises to the top of WGCs, Eric, so you got to click one of these names. It's like, no, screw that. You can go right into the 9K range (laughs) where you have just as good a quality. I tried to talk Joe into this idea the other night on the Preferred Lines podcast. The 9K range, my friends, led off by Webb Simpson. And it's there, $9,800, Xander, the no-cut king. He's the king of no-cut events, apparently. He loves these things. Everybody knows that. And therefore, Xander Shoffley, $9,800. Chalk of the week for Xander Shoffley. Everybody's eating that chalk. Are you going to eat a 20% Xander at $9,800? Not after you told me. You, you talked me off of him. What? I thought you were the chalk donkey. Of course you love that. You should just go oh, for yeah, I, I did. What are you I, doing? I, you listen to me way too much, buddy. You need to go with what you know, and that's – to fade this this guy like i'm fading but you like chalk well it made sense i mean everything makes sense when things make sense though they don't typically pan out well what about web simpson web simpson is actually also coming in chalky in the range of 9k 17 percent. do you like that are you gonna eat some web chalk uh, well, he's a good player at this course and at the comp courses that I have in my model, he's fine at. So, you know, if I, if I start clicking him, though, everyone should get off because then he's bad. Or when I fade, he wins. So, wait, if you're I, not playing Xander because he's chalked, but then you're not, you're going to play Webb. But, well, oh, I'm going to play all these guys. Oh. I'm going to have shares of everybody. You're going to play Xander? Yeah. Okay. okay, are you going to play um, Danny Berger? He's a course guy. That's your guy, kind of. 
He is. I know. Do we have to be worried though? Because you were talking about this on your preferred lines podcast. That does it matter because those fields were so weak at this course? Uh, uh, I don't know though, because it's winning a golf tournament, and I've heard that you need to be like the guy that fades the ball. Oh. And I guess Danny Berger is good at that. Yeah. And uh, another guy who's good at that is Abrooks Kepka. The low owned Brooks and DJ, these guys are coming in as the lowest owner of the 9K range. And I'm going to take some of that because what are you doing? You're not going to take any Brooks? I mean, he's $9,200 and low owned? Seems crazy to me. When I saw the pricing, Eric, I felt like I'm the Jim Carrey character in the mask when he's a cartoon and he sees Carmen Diaz or whatever it is, Cameron Diaz, whatever her name is. <laughs> he loves it his eyes are just bulging out of his head with hearts and his mouth drops down and he comes to cash register with excitement that's what i felt like when i saw dj and brooks right here low owned and low nines oh my god are you afraid of these names what is going on here i'm not afraid of those names i love these prices and these names of dustin johnson and brooks kepka at 92 and 9300 i mean you could start lineups there you said it It'd be fantastic. I know. You don't need a 10K range guy. You just start with the 9K range, and then you don't have to dip into the 6K and hope for something. You can be more, I don't know, have, like, more safety. <laughs> but anyway. Anything like that. Why were people worried about Dustin? Is this his back? Or is this his 80s that he's put up? I don't think we need to know. I think we need to know, like, Dustin doesn't care about everything. I this is a dead horse. If you're not taking Dustin Lowe on to $200 or whatever, it's, I can't help you. Same with Brooks. This kid sh- doesn't care about the three of open. I'm sorry. He didn't really care about the workday. He didn't care. He barely cared about Memorial. He wasn't even going to play it anyway. So, like, they've been waiting months and months for this stretch of two weeks, and they're ready to do it. Now they're focused, and it happens. I go to play you, specifically Eric, at Geneva in Alexandria. And like, it's not the same as playing a buddy at Dwan. Like, it's not. I go and play <laughs> you differently. That's me. Brooks is the same way. Uh, dude, they're not going to play 3M Open if they're hurt. We know this. They're not going to play there. They're not even going to show up. They've been waiting, like I said, forever. I know they're not in form, but you don't need form. Form, schmorm. Just show up and win. <laughs> DJ won three weeks ago with not in form. Brooks! His brother beat him the other week. I think that's motivation. He cares now because Bryson's beefier than him. He cares now because Rom is number one in the world, and he is only – he's 33-1. to 1. I think he's been told this. I'm sure he's aware of this, that he's 33-1 to 1 here and is a defending champion, and he's $9,200. My God, we should take Brooks with all your shares. <laughs> My God. And what about Finau, too? He's right here at $9,100. Is he not wanted? Let me see. I don't think he is. I mean, at 9,100, it's again. He's 14%. He's in the middle. Like I said, there's like 95 people at 14%. Finau at 10.5 is bad, but, you know, this is where we see him or into the 8K range. And he's in amazing form. We know that. We've all been watching him. Imagine feeding Tony Finau. Yeah, especially in DraftKings, where you don't have to win 9,100. Right. Okay. AK range, let's go. 
And at the top of that range, Hideki Matsuyama, 8,900. It's time, Eric, to pepper the 8K range. I've been waiting for it, my friend. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for a moment like this. No, I don't know. I haven't been waiting that long. I've been <laughs> but same time i'm using all 10 names in the 8k range inside of my 24 player player pool i'm still using 24 names i don't give a shit i know there's 70 and not 150 and i'm not adjusting i don't care i still like playing 24 24 24 and i've tried i've gone with 15 i've tried it i've gone with 30 i've done all of these things i've tried all of this stuff along the way nothing really matters nothing matters so i'm just gonna go with i'm having fun i like 24 names so i'm doing that obviously you Click more of sub names this week. I, you know, there's stuff that you can't do. But yeah, at the same time, I'm using all 10 in the 8K range. And the most popular one is Abraham Answer. He's coming in at 15.8%. You have Billy Horsher right above him. He is the next most popular at 14.9. And one of my favorite plays of the week, Patrick Reed, $8,800. He is coming in at 14.6%. I don't see those reasons that 14, 15, whatever. That's not a reason to get off someone. If you really like them, I like all of those guys. So I'm going to use them. I'm going to eat the chalk here. I'm going to do something different somewhere else. But I think in a WGC in a no cut event, it's golf. We know anything can happen. Good or bad, bad or good. And all of a sudden you've got to just go consistent with the core of your player pool. Don't be, going crazy like you could at the, uh, you know, 3M Open last week. Be conservative with your names. So pepper the 8K range like I'm going to do and use them all. Well, how many – who do you like? Favorite play is Jordan Spieth. And I, uh, Good, I because he's a pivot, and he is one of three people that are low-owned. Fowler, Day, and Spieth. And I'm not a Fowler clicker, but I'm a I'm a Speed clicker, and I'm going to be a Day clicker. I, I mean, these guys, <laughs> it's 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 like it's like DJ, where you know that people think they're playing bad. They're not playing bad. Well, they're playing way better than DJ right now. But the price, my God, how do you not click? How do you not click? Tell me. You know, I. I'm telling you that I'm clicking them all. So clearly I don't want to tell you not to click anybody, but I might tell you not to click Jason Day because Jason Day is a withdrawal way from ruining your lineups. Uh, no cut event. That's where you got to just understand there's risk involved. You got to get the guy to play four rounds. And Jason Day, we all seen him try to take the ball out of the cup. It's painful to watch. So at 8,200, you could maybe pepper that the least amount, but whatever. Let's go to the 7K range, Eric. There's names. But there's not that many, actually. It's not like a normal week when you got a million names. And actually, the most popular name is Paul Casey again. Why are people doing this to themselves, Eric? We've told them to stay away from Paul Casey for months, for years. It's been like one of the things we've said. He doesn't win except for a few places. He only wins by accident, too, when he's like the leader in the clubhouse at noon with the luck, like the super luck box round four. He's not a killer. He pulls the wrong club, smashes it over the green, and just laughs and smiles about it. 
and he's 12.3%. He's the most popular name in the seven. He hasn't putted well, and he's ruined people. Are you loading? You probably are loading up. Let me guess. Are you on Paul Casey shares? He's an enticing price at 7,800, but even a chalk donkey as myself with looking at some of these numbers. I mean, this guy, he can't putt. He is not a killer. Those are basically the two metrics I'm relying upon at this point, looking at this roulette table. And you know what? Let, the, let, let, let everybody take the Paul Casey's. Look around him. Henrik Stenson, 7600 bucks. We haven't seen him. That's a roulette dart. He likes the course. He likes a couple of the comp courses that I like. There's your pivot right there. Boom. Okay, whatever. We'll talk about the most popular names in the 7K range. You got Paul Casey and you have Mark Leishman. Any interest in the Leishman? Nope. No, thank what about you. The, what about the young names? Joaquin Neiman and Wolf. They're both over 10%. Yeah, they can be over 10%. That's fine with me. I really like what we're seeing out of Wolf and Neiman. Yeah, take 7,400 Neiman. God damn it. Why would you not? I mean, depending on what your player pool is going to be, you're going to need to take names. Him, Poulter, uh, you like him, PLP. Him on PLP, he's terrible. Sung JM is not a click at this point. And so for you to be betting him seemed like a bizarre waste of dollars let alone to be uh, clicking him on gpps wait this guy, are you talking about 7400 dollars song jm or is he 75 song jm i don't know why you would click him right now oh. unless you're trying to get ahead of something that's yeah what are you talking about song jm is 21 years old he just won the honda honda classic in february like he's a bit on fire he's needed rest we've known this about him he doesn't know that yet about himself he thinks he can play all the time and he can burn the candle at both ends. We've been 21 before. You think you're invincible and you can stay up all night. You can eat junk food. I got a million bucks. I'm going to do whatever I want. Guzzle beers and play golf all the time. That's just what he was doing over quarantine. And then he got back into it and he's like, I'm ready to go. I'm going to be something. It's, it wasn't working. And then he tried to press and he tried to get better and he couldn't on the fly. And then he's working out too hard or, you see him in the background of these, uh, you know, Saturday and Sunday. He's the last guy on the range, and he's not even in the tournament. He has nowhere to go but play. So do you think he's not working on things? Do you think he doesn't know? We know Sung J.M. long-term is one of the best prospects to ever come out to murder the web.com tour. Rookie of the year. Sung J.M. is someone that has already won on tour, a big event. He's been in contention this fall. He was a playoff away from winning against Munez. Sung J.M. is the man at $7,500 and a no-cut event where you can start throwing up birdies out of nowhere. It's the same thing as Brooks. Sung J.M. at $7,500 next year will be $10,200, and you're going to be like, okay, I'll click him, even though he's popular. That's going to be you next year at the same event. For mm-hmm. good God, you talk shit about Sung J.M. How dare you? <laughs> Uh, let me guess. You're also going to use Bubba at 7,100. Did you know Bubba is playing with Chez and Burned Wiesberger? So he might like the group, or does he like the group? Burned and Chez? I don't know about Burned, and I don't know about Chez. Seems like he probably just plots his way around. But, but yeah, I, I really like Bubba. He's not chalky either this week. 
Oh. By the way, he's who great. isn't chalk? Let's see the pivots in this range, the seven K range. There are names that I like. The four names that are the lowest owned are names that I put in my player pool. It's weird, but before I even looked at ownership, I liked Danny Willett, not owned. Kevin Kisner, not wanted. Kevin Na, na na, and then Kucher also not wanted. These are guys that show up in big events, veteran names. Oh my gosh, I like all four. Will it Kisner, Nah, Kucher? Those are GPP winning plays. Let's go. Yeah, I can. I actually really agree with that. Kucher at seventy six hundred has always been the perfect price for him, and that he pays that off a lot of the times. It's when he's high priced, and this is something that uh, FGI guys talk quite a bit about with Kucher. But this is a great price for him. He makes cuts. We don't have to worry about a cut at this point, obviously. It's a no cut event, but uh, yeah, I I, li- I really like some and then no no ownership on Matt Kuchar. Give me that Kevin Not. That's a, I mean you know that's a dart. You know he'll he'll ruin you or he'll destroy you. What about Ian Poulter at seventy four hundred? He's been making it away. I just every time I see Ian Poulter, I see the video that he posted of him getting the COVID test, where like the the thing went all the way up into his brain basically, and it made me freaked out. And, I, and it makes me think that, like, okay, these guys endure that test on a regular basis. This is hardcore shit to be doing that. So I like him. They're making 250000 if they're top five. Okay, what we're doing here, Eric, is we're going to look at Michael Thompson again. Or well, no? What do we do with him? What do we do with him? <laughs> You're me. not taking Michael Thompson anymore. He beat up a bad field on an easy course, and he got lucky with the putter. So just let him have his millions. We never like anybody after the win anyway. So Michael Thompson is a fade. Yeah, Let's go to the 6K range, Eric, where they're at. You might have to venture into this range and, like, take a stab. They're all pretty good anyway. It's just WGC. And at the top, you have Streelman, who likes the course. I've heard. RCB. Vizudinu. Van Ruyen, who ruined everybody. Ustase. Wallace, now I've heard Wallace's name a lot. Let's see who is the most chalky name in the 6K range because that's the name to avoid. And you know what? It is. It is Matt Wallace. No way. It could be. He's at 8.4, but it's Chez. Oh my gosh. Did you not like Chez? I think you did. You told me about Chez's course history or something. And he's the most popular. Makes sense. My favorite play in the 6K range. And he's the chalkiest. My favorite. No, it's not just it's not just the course history. It's the fact that he has been playing moderately well. <laughs> and, oh, he has. Oh, he has, and he plays well in bigger events. He did that thing one time, and last year at the U.S. Open, were you second? I think at the U.S. Open, wasn't he second at the U.S. Open? Well, he's third. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> See, so he can show up. Imagine fading Chez Revy based on ownership, though. Well, he's 10%. Okay. Well. I'm fading him because of ownership. And then when you need him and you're uh, – when, when he's in the winning lineup of a GPP, we can look oh. back on this moment and laugh. I know or when he needs to finish with, like, an even power round at the Memorial to cash my top 10 bet, and he fucking comes out and shoots 77, and it's terrible. Isn't even close. And it's like, 
a jerk because he finished. I had him at top ten, and top twenty, and he ruined me in Memorial. So I got recency bias over Chez. I hate him. Yeah, you, you need to get amnesia. You got your betting cards mixed up with your DraftKings amnesia. That <laughs> be happening over there. Well, at ten percent, everybody else saw it too, and they like it, and they haven't been on him. So whatever, Streelman seven oh, point. He's, he's going to be in the winning lineup. He's my value. Chez, okay, we'll see. Damon <laughs> at six percent. Let's talk about the. Dude, I tweeted about this and got some Damon is going to be chalk. So, uh, 6,400 Brant Snedeker. Now, I tweeted about how he's from Tennessee and went to Vanderbilt and blah, blah, blah. Last year, he was 7,400 at the same event. He has played terrible and ruined a bunch of people, and we understand how that goes. It hurts. You don't want to go back to him. But I feel like you could. You could try it out again. I mean, we know Brandt can go low. He's had rounds of 62. He does rounds of 60 and stuff. So try Brandt at 6,400. That's my thought. But the pivots, the ones that no one wants, and I don't know, go for it because who knows. Andrew Landry, I heard he's a good wind player because from Texas. He's a winner this year. He won something. He's down here and not wanted. McIntyre, apparently from Scott Island or from a windy place. Matt, uh, Graham McDowell, not wanted. Cam Smith, not wanted. I like Cam Smith. I'm on Cam Smith. I'm going to use him. Who else do you like? Or are we done talking about names? Well, I mean, I like Tom Lewis, and you were trying to talk me off of him. He has no course history or any correlated course history for that matter, but yeah, I mean, you made a good point when we were texting that he's, you know, done okay in some of these weak-ass fields, and now here he shows up at a $6,200 price tag in a stacked field. So we'll see how that uh, unfolds. But I'm going to take him, and he's not going to be massive chalk. He's not – so whatever. It's bad chalk. Tom Lewis is bad chalk. That's someone I would definitely fade because he's beat up bad fields. And if he was so good and doing so awesome, well, why did he only finish T36 or whatever last week? Why didn't he do better? Well, if you do the math, though, I mean, like T36 out of 150 compared to what he could possibly do in a 70th. Yeah, he'd be 70th here. Great. No, not getting, no he's not getting 70th. He's going <laughs> to a lot of these players. Oh, and, good. You know, okay, he, jump he, on the Tom Lewis train a week late. Good job. That's all the Eric Corey Martin's play. The, no, here's the thing is that you're going to need – you're going to need the top, you know, one, two, four, five, seven – and then probably like a 20th. You're going to need your stack names. He could be one of those names. A lot, you're going to have to find some of these names in here. And I think he's one of them. I think You're going to have to find one of those names, but it's not him. No, it, 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 it's going to be him. Okay, I doubt it. I disagree with you. <laughs> okay. Burn Weisberger? Burn Weisberger? Give me a break. He's Matt better. Wallace, Much chalk? better. Okay. Ryan I'd rather Paul. eat the Matt Wallace chalk for sure. Chez Revy, Ryan Palmer, two and four in my, my model. I like Ryan Palmer. Okay, how are you built? We don't care about how you're building. No one cares how we're building because we already kind of talked about that. You kind of have to build balance, but at the same time you don't, and at the same time you do, and blah, blah, blah. No one knows. We've seen it, actually, where on the short, man, no cut events ever. Don't spend all the money. And then dude spends all the money, but it's uniquely with the GPP. So, like, just keep in mind that nothing fucking matters. 
Let's talk about the values, though. You claim to have values. Give us your values, Eric Quagnus Mark. Well, I mean, you know, despite all the, you know, concern about Dustin Johnson's back, fake back uh, injury, I, I don't think that there's any concern there. And at $9,300, a guy that just won, none of the guys, I mean, well, I guess a couple of these guys have won, but, but, but 9,300, my goodness, you can start lineups there and, and go downward. So give me some Dustin Johnson. He's fine. He loves this course, by the way. So click his name. I, I'm going to be clicking his name. People don't want him. It's fucking stupid. I want him. So, uh, and then, you know, here's the other thing, too, is that uh, below him, we didn't, we didn't, you didn't say his name. He's your brand, Billy Horschel at $8,500. What are my fucking values, man? Oh, fuck. Well, we so should- he's one of your values? No, okay, skip him. I, my other value is Jordan Spieth at 8,100. This guy. That's one of my values, too. Okay, all right. Well, you know, we, we should probably talked about that before. <laughs> we, did, we did not talk about that beforehand. So, you know, here's the thing is that 6,700, Ches Revere, Ryan Palmer, good values. I'm going to click those guys. And then DJ and, and uh, the Spieth and all those other. Matt Wallace, my God, you said no. So okay, I did have uh, Spieth, of course, because it's his birthday week. Yeah, he's twenty-seven and eighty-one hundred. That's crazy for, but it's not because it's enough to get the haters off. So I like that about him. And then he's not going to be owned. And we know he's been hitting it well. Jordan Spieth has played well with his irons and whatever. He's sprayed stuff. That's fine because he hasn't putted well. He's going to find the putter. He's going to pop. Fine. It's time to target Jordan now when we yeah. know if he comes out and has a top five this week, he's going to be $9,200 in chalky next week. So just do it now at 8100 But I was going to tell you, dude, I liked all of the 8K range, right? But I have my favorites of the 8K range, and one of them was Jordan, and that's what I was going to say. But my favorite favorite of the 8K range is APPR Patrick Reed because he cares, dude. He will show up and he will perform and he will not give up. Even if he starts triple, 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 he might even go to even par for the tournament or whatever, because he's just going to grind out the rest of the holes. He's just a grinder. And he knows people are watching him and hate on him. So he just never gives up. So I like that about Patrick Reed, $8,800. Great price, great value. Patrick Reed, APPR, always play, always bet Patrick Reed. And then, like you said, my guy, Billy Horschel, it's become a bit of a brand play for me, $8,500 for someone who's trending up. It looks steep on paper. Maybe $8,500 doesn't match right when you can get eighty-six dollars for Woodland or, you know, whatever. But he has come in playing pretty well. You'll, you've heard it before on other podcasts you've listened to. We know he likes Bermuda. He likes attention. Been on his bike. Dude, but. His bike? Yeah, he's like a real big biker in quarantine. And, like, working out. He's been, you know, in the spotlight, I should say. Getting attention. Most of it, you know, most of what Billy gets on Twitter and what you see is negative attention. There's certain people in the industry that just don't like him. I don't know. Maybe because he hasn't won anything. He hasn't won anything but a team event since 2017. So he's kind of due, actually. Yeah. And he like APR and like APR and like Spieth, the dude grinds and he will grind. He will work. He will go through 
the 72 holes and knock him up. And that's what you need. You need to get someone that wants to play hard for all 72. I like Gary Woodland also at 86 if you want a bonus value since we've already kind of overlapped. Or you do $8,000 Sergio who has played the most WGCs of anybody in the field at 59. He's played 59 WGCs and he's never won a WGC. So Sergio at $8,000, maybe he's due and he's been playing well with his irons and only needs his putter to work for one, two, three, four days, and boom, he wins a trophy. And WGC, and he checks that box. There you go. I like it. Remember, Eric, to rate, review, like, and subscribe because we do this for fun, we do this for free, and join us next week. A major, it's going to be awesome, with a capital A. Because we're walking in Memphis. Thanks for watching. See you next week. Bye. Peace out.